Having many passions doesn't mean you're indecisive. It means you're the true essence of what it takes to be an entrepreneur, carving your own path and having the courage to seize many opportunities to bring your vision to life. Are you ready to move forward with building a custom-made business that fuels your passions, stops constraining you to what everyone says you should be doing, and allows you to balance every part of who you are, all while making an impact with the people who need you most? You're listening to your tailor-made biz with Kristen Lee King, where we chat about what it takes to build a personal brand as an inspired, multi-passionate entrepreneur, and how to get comfy with sharing your many passions in a balanced and focused way. So get ready for a bunch of inspiration, a little strategy and planning, and a lot of support as we build up the business of your dreams that allows you to finally be you. Grab a cozy spot, tap into your inner compass, and let's get going. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. We are smack dab in the middle of the holiday season. I don't know how the weather has been wherever you are, but it's finally winter here in Florida. And I'm so glad to have different seasons again. We had summer, summer, and more summer where we lived in Japan for the last five years. And here in Florida, it's mostly the same, but I grew up in Chicago and the four seasons, even though they can be intense, are quite near and dear to my heart. So I'm grateful to have a bit of them back. Now, as of late, I've been taking on a lot of my time in my mom role with all the kids and the family activities going on this season, but We all assume different roles in our lives. Sometimes it's as a parent. Sometimes it's as a business owner or a creator or a leader or whatever it may be, you play certain roles in your life. As a multi-passionate entrepreneur, this is also something that you should be thinking about because you're not just an entrepreneur or just a marketer or just a blogger, just a crafter. You have certain overarching roles that you can assume to tie everything together that you do and to also frame the way you present your work in the world. Now, if you choose your roles carefully and according to what you're innately best at, then you can be very successful. So in today's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about five specific entrepreneurial roles that I believe are the key to framing the way you present your work in the world, to communicating your message, right? They're your presentation method. And I truly believe that if you couple one or two of these roles that you play in society with your core message that you want to spread, then your work can be very, very powerful. So first... Let me introduce you to the five entrepreneurial roles that I'm talking about here. They are the innovator, creator, idealist, thought leader, and curator. Each one of these represents a very different approach to how you can show up in the world and how you can serve and communicate with your audience. And choosing one or two that go well with your personality and your traits is a lot like the usual idea of choosing a career field. However, by looking at yourself in these roles, you're not limiting yourself, okay? So it's actually the opposite of 
putting yourself in a career field because you're giving yourself a lens to be seen through for others. So that doesn't necessarily mean that you're constricted to the work or the projects that you do in this one specific field. It's just simply a role that clarifies how you're going to carry out your message and how you're going to show up and communicate it. Now, I'm going to walk you through all these deeper in my upcoming book, which is coming out in 2019. Very excited about it. But on today's episode, I want to walk you through these so you can understand them a bit and start seeing how they fit into your own business and how you actually approach your message. So let's start with the role of the innovator first, okay? An innovator is somebody who puts together different ideas in new and inventive ways in order to create progress and change. And you may think of this as a big deal like inventing the light bulb or airplane or something like that, but really it doesn't have to be a massive groundbreaking innovation that you come up with. As a multi-passionate person, you already have a knowledge base in multiple subject areas. And I'm pretty sure you draw from each of them regularly. So to be an innovator, that would mean that you're integrating your knowledge from those different areas into a new approach or a new way of doing things that would make things better in people's lives or in a specific industry or in society as a whole, right? So basically an innovator in that role, you just integrate your expertise and experience to fill in the gaps where a new perspective is needed. No light bulb inventions necessary, right? No next car in space like Elon Musk, right? Just some insight and experience and an ability to see how to fill in the gaps. Now, what about being a creator? Well, if you're an artist, a writer, a photographer, a designer, anything similar to those, you're already a creator. But Think of this role in broader terms here as a way to present a body of work, right? A portfolio. And that portfolio could be a compilation of many different projects, creative or otherwise. It could even be a group of nonprofit organizations that you've started or grown. Or it could be a variety of technology that you've worked on. Maybe you want to build different apps for the iPhone. Being a creator is about establishing a body of work that encompasses your core message. It's a way of doing one-off, standalone projects that as a whole embody what you stand for. And as individual creations, they each represent a piece of what you value and idealize. We all go straight to thinking of painters and photographers, right? When we talk about portfolios. Yes, that's true. But being a creator is so much more than that. It's in the way that you decide to be expressive through using those specific pieces of work that relate to the whole. So what about being an idealist? If you're an idealist at heart, you probably have a pretty good idea about a cause that's important to you. If you've got something that you're always advocating for, then it's probably evident that that is the cause that's central to all of your work, right? And that's a really good thing because you can totally rally a community around what you similarly value, 
with those like-minded people. So as an entrepreneur, you can assume the role of the advocate. And whether you're giving speeches for your chosen cause or you're planning events or designing a website for it, okay, you can still be driven by that idealism and lead a movement that encompasses what you value. Then there's being a thought leader. Now this one may be a term that's fairly new and you're probably thinking of people like Seth Godin or Tony Robbins, but the role itself has been around for as long as people were generating new ideas and changing their communities and society because being a thought leader means that you're putting yourself out there as someone who sees things differently and knows that those things could improve people's lives if they followed the same way of thinking that you have. So you lead by spreading your message and drawing upon your many genius zones to get your point across. This is a big role to fill, but one that would be incredibly rewarding. I mean, think about having the ability to lead people in the direction of new possibilities. You could do that you have the potential to blend your various zones of genius and lead based around your core message. That might mean that you start a podcast, write a book, give speeches, or any number of things. But it probably starts with you feeling like you have to lead by bringing new ideas to the forefront and starting a conversation, right? That's the important thing here. You're starting the conversation with an idea, with a spark in people's minds. And that new spark is a change, a new way of thinking that will move them forward in the direction they need to go. And there's one more role that I think is really worth mentioning here. And that is the role of the curator. The curator's job is to bring things like people or resources or information together So as someone with an interest in a variety of things, you have a viewpoint unlike anyone else. You have a viewpoint unlike anyone else. That means you're uniquely positioned to see things in a new light and bring together the right experts or expertise to create change from a new perspective. You could do this by creating an online platform, by holding workshops or conferences, or even hosting an exhibit. There are countless possibilities, but if you're going to assume the role of a curator, you're essentially tapping into your ability to find what works together and compile it into a whole that will help people in some way. So you can see that there's a lot of different ways to put yourself out there in the world and present your work and communicate to your audience. You don't have to choose just one of these or even two. You can mix and match these and see what works for your business and for your audience and how they best respond to your message. Okay, so just think about which roles would be appropriate for you and what you want to achieve, and then use them as a guide for getting your message out there. You're most likely gonna wanna use at least a couple of these roles as you build the platform for your business. The best way to choose which ones feel right to you is just listen to your gut as I mentioned regularly, because that's the best way to make a decision that feels right. Ask yourself if it makes you feel excited or expansive or whether it makes you feel nervous or stressed out or like you want to go and hide, (laughs) right? 
I bet your ears even perked up a bit when I just mentioned one or two of those and they just felt like they suited you already. Go with that. That's the best way to start. Then once you do have a good idea of which ones will suit you, just start fitting them into your work. Like let's say you choose a curator role. So maybe you decide that you want to host a virtual summit that's focused around what you want your audience to achieve. So you bring together 10 experts in that topic and you interview them. Or maybe you decide to create a professional organization where people can find resources to help in a certain subject. If you're lacking clarity in your business right now, or just unsure of what you should be offering to your audience, then use these roles as a way to distinguish the best way for you to serve and to communicate. You don't have to create a podcast just because everyone else is doing it. You don't have to curate an Instagram feed just because everyone else is on there. You get to decide which ways to serve and which are best suited to you and your talents. And if that means going in a whole new direction, then hike up those boots and just start going. Your path isn't going to be exactly the same as anyone else's out there. And that's okay. That's to be expected because you're multifaceted. You are multidimensional and multi-talented in your own way. Don't expect a roadmap to be handed to you for this entrepreneurship journey because it's not that easy. What will help you though is to understand this role that you want to play in helping your audience and in how you want to serve them. And then just pair that with your core message that you have to get out there. Having both of those things will really help you move forward. And both of those things lie inside of you, okay? Not outside of you on the internet, not in another course that you should take. It's all within you. And the answers to the questions you need are already within you. You just need to dig a little deeper, be a little introspective, and ask yourself the questions, how can I best communicate my message? How can I best serve? How can I best make an impact? Okay, these roles that I have talked to you about today are just to help you pull those answers out of yourself and see them more clearly because they're already there. You already know who you are. You already know what you need to be doing. It just might be a little fuzzy right now, You might just need to bring it to the surface, but it's already inside of you. So these five rules that we talked about today are going to help you express yourself in the world if you can identify which ones work for you, which ones will suit you best. They're going to help you express your message so that others understand you more clearly. And they're going to help you communicate in a way that your audience responds to because not everyone responds to things in the same way. Some people need to be told what to do. Some people need to read it. Some people need to see it on video. Some people need to just have their hand held and be guided. You get to choose how you serve. You get to decide how that shapes your business and how that shapes the way that you work with people. So these rules are by no means a label for you. 
they are by no means here to put you in a box, right? They're just concepts that should help you explore the possibilities. And I know that by mixing a few of them together, you're going to be able to create a really nice direction for yourself as you put together the way you want to work with your audience. So let these simmer over this week and really think about how you best communicate, how you can best use your talents to speak to your audience and your community. Enjoy the rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. If you want to hear more about the upcoming book, No Niche Necessary, where I talk about getting over choosing a niche and building a multi-passionate business that actually suits your uniqueness and leaves you feeling fulfilled, then head over to nonichenecessary.com. You can sign up to get all the latest updates there.